Martha, welcome back courtside here at the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you. BYU a winner, 85-71 over Idaho State. BYU led the, uh, won the first half by 11, won the second half by 3. As the Bengals got hot from the arc in the second half, they made 1-3 in the first half, 7 after halftime, but too little too late for the Bengals. BYU hangs on to win it by 14 and get to 10-2 on the year and improved to 2-0 on their current five-game homestand. Mark, pretty good effort uh, start to finish really tonight. Not a lot to complain about for BYU or Dave Rose, I would think. Uh, I think Topalovich was a handful, especially early, but he disappeared for a, a large stretch of the game in the middle portion of the contest. Uh, all told, uh, BYU shoots 58% field, 50% three, 76% from the stripe, out-rebounds the Bengals, 15 assists to nine turnovers. Just a solid, solid win for BYU. A really nice win. They continue to shoot the ball well particularly from the three-point line. And uh, they make they make big shots when other teams make a run at them. You saw Utah the other night, and here tonight, there was some times that Idaho State, they're starting to make some threes, make a little run, and then TJ would get a three-point player. Someone would hit, hit a big shot. So they're good at kind of keeping people at bay. Did a great job defensively in the first half, Greg. It, it's, it's a real focused effort when you're trying to take away threes. And, and I think they got away from it a little because it wasn't necessary in the second half. There wasn't the urgency. And so maybe that's to be expected a little bit. So a little drop-off defensively, particularly on the three-point shooting in the second half. But overall, a, a really nice night for BYU. Didn't have a letdown, which, you know, you can be worried about And after a big game like Utah. Yeah. And I thought they, particularly in the first half, played really, really well, shot the ball great. All right, here's how BYU got to uh, 85 points. Uh, 20 points from Yoli Childs, 14 points from Elijah Bryant, 14 from T.J. Haas, career-high 14 from uh, Peyton Dastrup, 6 points for Joshir Hardnett, 7 for Zach Selyus, 5 for uh, McKay Cannon, 2 for Evan Troy, 2 for Ryland Bergerson, a single point from uh, Kajon Brown. Idaho State with a 16 points from Novak Topalovich, 15 points from Gino Luscando, 14 points to Jared Stutzman, 7 for Boyd, 7 for Truman, 6 for Chavichian, 4 for Moshan, 3 for Nakin, and 2 for Jacob McCord. Gets you to 71 for Idaho State, 85 for BYU. Cougars 15 assists, 9 turnovers, 3 blocks, 6 steals. Bengals 19 assists on 29 makes, 19 assists, 12 turnovers, 2 blocks, and 4 steals. Miscellaneous category, first of all, rebounding. BYU 29 and Idaho State 26 on the glass. Points in the paint were even. Points off of turnovers, Bengals plus 6. Second chance points, BYU plus 5. Fast break, BYU plus 1. And bench, BYU plus 6. There were 8 ties, 6 lead changes. All came early as this thing went back and forth, really, in the first 10 minutes with both teams kind of trading uh, two-point leads. BYU's large lead was 20. The Bengals' large lead was just 2, a minute and 11 seconds into this game. BYU led for almost uh, a little more than 34 minutes of the 40 played here tonight. 85-71 to 71 is your final score. Taking a look now at our New Skin Data Discovery, brought to you by New Skin. Discover the best you. Always ask Mark what he's discovered after we kind of break things down. BYU wins it by 14 tonight. Mark, what do you think? So you got four guys in double figures for BYU, and three of them scored 14 apiece. And I like the the, uh, the synchronicity the involved. Synch- yes, yeah. exactly. And, and you look at them, they shot, uh, I think, 13 out of 18 very efficiently to get those points, and uh, that's pretty impressive. Now, when you have that many double-figure scores and that kind of balance and that kind of efficiency, that's an impressive night. Elijah Bryant was modest in his two-point tries tonight, made, uh, took just two of them, made both of them, making him 12 for his last 19 from the three-point line, and 
as well as Yoli Childs played tonight and has been 20 points and eight rebounds. BYU's got, you know, not just one guy and really not just two guys, really three guys who could be dominant scorers on any given night. We've seen that in the last just two weeks of games. Some nights it's TJ, other nights Eli, other nights Yoli. And so really BYU's big three have each taken their turns in the last couple of weeks. In fact, during all of these seven straight wins, those three have kind of rotated amongst them, the heaviest scoring responsibilities. BYU has to feel really good about its ability to force other teams to guard and guard hard multiple guys on the floor. Yeah, and it's hard to take away one of those guys because of the other two. But then you've got this great supporting cast. Jashir uh, is playing very well. Zach Selyus, the emergence of Peyton Dastra. McKay Cannon. McKay I mean, you're going to get Nixa back. Uh, th- this is a tough team because there's really no one on the floor you can say, well, we're going to help off of him because uh, they'll, they'll hurt you. And makes it very difficult to game plan defensively. All right, BYU makes it seven wins in a row. Gets halfway to 20 wins on the season. It's 10-2 and two, BYU sending Idaho State home a loser at 4-6. and 85-71 is our final score. We've got post-game interviews coming up from courtside when we come back to the Marriott Center. We're heading back to the BYU Broadcasting Building for Cougar post-game live next. That's with Jason Shepard. So Jason's next, then back courtside to the Marriott Center after BYU defeats Idaho State by 14 tonight here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The final buzzer has sounded. And today's BYU basketball game is complete. Selyus another three. Got it again! Zach Selyus! Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Exclusive post game coverage of BYU basketball is brought to you by Provo Land Title. In 1966, we started with a simple goal service. 50 years later, that goal is now a tradition. Now, let's join your hosts, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars improved to 10-2 and two overall with one more non-conference game to go, and that is Saturday night against Texas Southern. They get the win tonight, defeating the Idaho State Bengals 85-71. to 71. Let's quickly pause 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. KBYU-FM, HD2, Provo. You're listening to Cougar Sports on BYU Radio. Let's update you on some scores going on in top 25 college basketball. Looks like most are a final. We will start with number 8, Texas A&M. They were at home defeating Buffalo 89-73. UConn falls on the road at number 18, Arizona Wildcats, with the 73-58 victory. Michigan State all over Long Beach State. They win by 42, 102-60. The final score for the second-ranked Michigan State Spartans. Purdue defeating Tennessee State 97-48. Number 20, Cincinnati. Bearcats beating Cleveland State 81-62. Florida State defeating Southern Miss 98-45. Coming up a little bit later on, it is number 14, Kansas. On the road at Stanford, that game should be getting in away in just a few minutes. They have also just begun the second half in San Diego. San Diego State hosting number 12, Gonzaga. The Aztecs have a two-point lead over the Bulldogs, 25-23. Other games involving WCC teams. Earlier tonight, it was the Portland Pilots defeating Sacramento State, 80-75. BYU will begin WCC play against Portland coming up one week from tonight at the Marriott Center. Also, Santa Clara hosting San Jose State. 
Broncos right now down big. San Jose State with a 41-24 lead over Santa Clara. Coming up on the other side, scores from the National Basketball Association. BYU's a winner tonight at home, defeating Idaho State 85-71. We'll have more of Cougar Post Game Live after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to Cougar Post Game Live. Jason Shepard with you. BYU a winner tonight. Hosting Idaho State Cougars with the victory over the Bengals, 85-71. Back over to the Marriott Center coming up in just a few minutes. Let's update you on the night in the NBA. The Utah Jazz back after a long road trip. No Derek, excuse me, no Donovan Mitchell and no Rudy Gobert, but so far no problem. Derek Favors leading the way with six points and five rebounds, and the Jazz lead the San Antonio Spurs at Vivint Smart Home Arena, 24-17. One other NBA game going on right now. It's in Phoenix. The Grizzlies leading the Suns by a point, 95-94, just under three minutes to go in that one. Three other finals tonight in the association. Cavaliers winning at home over the Chicago Bulls, 115-112. The Raptors at Philadelphia. Toronto was down by double digits in this game and went on a monster run. They end up beating the 76ers by 5, 114 to 109, and the Knicks outlast the Boston Celtics 102 to 93 that game in New York City. That is going to be a wrap for Cougar Post Game Live after the break. Back to the Marriott Center for the Cougar Locker Room show. Your final tonight from Provo 85-71. BYU is the victor and you heard it all right here on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Our exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. We'll hand off TJ3, post fires. Oh! Brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now, let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Led by a game high, 20 points from Yoli Childs. BYU's a winner over Idaho State tonight. Final score, 85-71. to Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you courtside. Our Cougar locker room show begins with BYU's TJ Haas joining us. TJ had 14 points tonight, uh, one of three players with 14 points apiece. Those other two were Elijah Bryant and Peyton Dastrup. Career high, 14 for Peyton. As TJ joining us courtside, BYU winner 85-71. to TJ, congratulations on the victory tonight. And uh, you personally uh, played very well, especially after halftime, really turned it on. Were you kind of just uh, feeling things out till you started uh, getting after it a bit in the second half? How do you kind of view your own night personally? Yeah, uh, you know, in the first half, uh, I thought we were, as a team, we were getting good looks. Um, and then second half, I tried to, you know, turn up my aggression a little bit, try and get to the basket a, little time, a few times and, you know, get to the free throw line and get, get my rhythm going a little bit. Well, TJ, another great night. Congratulations, the team. Is uh, rolling a little bit here. Uh, I know you've got a lot of work ahead of you, but I'm interested to know your perspective between this year and last year. I know you're, you guys are a little more slower, more deliberate on offense, but seem to be more efficient. What do you see as kind of the difference between how you're approaching things offensively this year between uh, this year and last year? Yeah, definitely uh, our team is, is a little bit slower than we were last year. Uh, we're not pushing it as much as we, as we did last year. Um, and we're, we're offensively, we're really trying to go side to side and, and break defensive teams down. We feel like if we can, 
if we can move the ball a little bit more, uh, then teams soften up a little bit on defense, and, and then we attack. Peyton Dastrup, 14 points in 14 minutes, 5 for 5 from the field, made both of his threes, added four rebounds. We're seeing this guy really get comfortable and confident game by game. Just, again, not trying to do too much, doing just enough and then some. He's playing really well. Yeah, no, I think if, if Peyton can continue to, to gain confidence like he is, then uh, it's going to be really good for us. And, you know, I've always thought that, that, that this guy's the limit for Peyton. And, uh, you know, if he can continue playing like this, then he's, he's going to be a huge help for us this year. 22 points off the bench against Utah. 31 points off the bench tonight against Idaho State. I think it's a big factor in what's happening with this team is the reserves are really playing well for you as a group. Yeah, no, it's huge if we can get, you know, a big boost uh, off the bench. And, you know, I, I feel like this year we're, we're really deep and we have guys that can come off and, and really knock down shots and really help us offensively. So uh, it makes us, you know, a lot harder to guard when we have guys that come in that, that really, you know, take, take our energy up a notch and, and really help us offensively. Coming into this game, you're playing Idaho State. They, they're good three-point shooters, Stutzman and uh, Moshan. Really good three-point shooters. One for 11 in the first half. What was the, the – they, they started to hit some in the second half, but what was the uh, defensive game plan coming in against those guys? Uh, yeah, I think we've played a lot of great shooters this year, um, and Idaho State definitely is, is up there. Um, but we, we really tried to focus on, you know, when that ball, when they catch the ball, we're right there on the catch, and we're not giving them any space, uh, which is challenging when they have a big, you know, tough big guy. Uh, but I thought we did a great job in the first half, and we were there on the catch and contested and made them shoot hard shots. What were coaches telling you guys at halftime, leading by 11? Uh, just to keep going, uh, that that we're going to win on the defensive end, and you know we made a few adjustments defensively that uh, that helped us, and, and really. Uh, I think, you know, we're going to be okay on offense if, if we move the ball. It, we, we win games on the defensive end. T.J. Haas, our guest. More with T.J. coming up right after this break. BYU's winner over Idaho State, 85-71. You heard it right here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. In front of 14,660, great crowd on this uh, Thursday night to watch BYU defeat Idaho State 85-71. T.J. Haas, our guest on the Cougar Locker Room Show. So T.J., seven wins in a row now for this team. Longest win streak in uh, three seasons for BYU. How good does it feel to be on the kind of roll the team is on right now? Yeah, it's a great feeling, and I think uh, each game we're, we're gaining a little bit more confidence and, you know, we're figuring out ways to win and, and the things that uh, we need to do that help us win. Um, so uh, I feel like we're on a good run here, and hopefully we can keep it going. Now, Mark brought it up at some point tonight, but uh, uh, being wary of the hangover effect, big, big win Saturday, some few guys, some days pass, final exams, bit of distraction, making sure that you didn't have a real drop-off and put two solid wins together like this Saturday tonight. How important was it to avoid uh, what they call the letdown after a big, big win? No, it's, it's really important. Uh, the, these games are crucial uh, in a season, and, you know, a few of us talked about it uh, this week coming up to this game that, uh, you know, we got a lot going on. And, you know, we, we made sure that when we came out tonight, we came out with a lot of energy to start the game. And that was something we focused on. And, and we thought if we could do that, uh, it would really help us throughout the whole game. 
TJ, a big blow to this team losing Nick. We all miss uh, Nick, but uh, I think guys have really stepped up into that role. Jasheer has been fantastic. Now McKay Cannon. Can you tell us a little bit about each of those guys and their game and how they're contributing to the team? Yeah, we definitely miss Nick, and I, I miss Nick a lot. But, uh, yeah, guys are guys are stepping up. McKay, he's he's been really fun to have on the floor. He, he really looks to facilitate, and... Uh, he's an incredible scorer. He can step up and, and knock down big shots. And Sheer, he's just he's really strong and uh, he's really hard to guard, hard to stay in front of. And uh, I feel like at any time he really can can get to the basket. And he he's very impressive at how well he can he can finish around the basket with his size. So TJ, one week from tonight, conference play gets underway. So we're in it. You've got one game left between now and league play starting. Texas Southern coming in at 0-12, but they really shouldn't be 0-12. Um, they should have found a way to win it. Some one of the one or two of those games somewhere. But the teams they played have been so good. They have the toughest schedule in the country, and, they, and they've got one more chance to get a non-league win. And it's going to be at your place on Saturday night. They've played well enough. I mean, they were playing the number 15 team in the country, TCU. Even in the second half, it was a tie game in the second half before TCU went on the run late. Just how dangerous do you view a Texas Southern team without a win, but with the toughest schedule in the country yeah if they had a, a softer schedule they for sure you know be a better they'd have more wins than, than they do right now but uh you know i think it's about us coming out in this game and um doing what we do and uh controlling what we can control uh but you know we can't take this team lightly at all they're they're a very talented team and uh we're very excited to have them in here well, it should be a fun night Saturday night as you guys wrap up a non-league play, and then it all begins a week from tonight against uh, Portland here in the Marriott Center. TJ, thanks for your time tonight. Great job. Thank you. Thank you for having me, guys. TJ right. Haas, 14 points as BYU defeats Idaho State, 85-71. Dave Rose coming up next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game from head coach Dave Rose. I'm really proud of our guys. I just think that, uh, you know, you go to the last 80 minutes that we've played and you've seen a lot of fight. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain Point Medical Center. Our experienced team puts you and your heart health first. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Almost 15,000 fans on hand tonight as BYU defeats Idaho State by a score of 85-71. to 71. BYU came in having won six in a row. The Bengals had won four in a row. And the Cougars extend their streak with the 14-point victory. And uh, Coach Dave Rose joining us courtside now on the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. Coach, congratulations uh, on the victory over a team that had been playing some uh, better basketball. Really playing really well. And I, I, mean, I like his team. I think he's got... Uh... You know, Bill's going to have a, a, a fun season in league. He's got a big guy inside that demands a double team or, or, or attention from a second defender, and then he's got shooters. And when you have that, you kind of have to pick your poison. And, you know, we didn't want them coming in here and, and, and you know, making you know, 10, 12, 15 threes. And so we kind of stayed home early, realized we need to kind of front that guy. He got us sealed quite a few times. And, you know, it looked like he was going to score 50 or 60 points, <laughs> you know, to start the game. He was really good. And, and, and you know, we're, we're, we're good with the contested five or six or seven footers, the 12 footers and nine footers. But when he gets right to the rim, then we've made a mistake. And uh, I thought we made an adjustment better in the second half that way. And so they changed their philosophy and started driving the ball. And that's how they got their threes uh, in the second half. But, 
uh, I'm, you know, all in all, what our guys have dealt with uh, coming after an emotional, you know, game uh, the other day, and then be able to, you know, get into finals week and had a few guys that took their last final between our shoot around and our uh, when we tipped tonight. So it's good to have that behind us. Good to have a win, and I thought we executed really well both ends of the floor. I just thought that maybe we we're a step slow at times. We got the, we got a, a tough shot. Uh, on, you know, on the defensive end, and got them to kind of do what we wanted. And then the ball bounces out, and they end up getting, you know, the offensive rebound. And, and that's just, uh, you know, we need to just be more engaged and ready, and, and play with more urgency. And, and I think that'll come, uh, you know, as we kind of move past this week. Great, great balance up and down the roster tonight. Uh, Ten of your eleven guys score, and it didn't happen at any point last season, Dave. But you've now. Uh, made 50% or better of your shots in the field in the last four games, four straight games and five of the last six. Yeah, and I think that that's the execution, you know, that we're talking about. I think we were patient. I think we got, you know, the ball to Yoli early in the game because they were kind of hugging our three-point shooters. And, you know, they asked me in the media, you know, how Yoli can get 17 in the first half and one in the second. Well, our guys, you know, the, the reason Zach's open for three in the second half and Eli's open for three and TJ's open for three in the corner is because they're sitting that guy on Yo, and that's what's open. And I think that's what our guys are really doing a good job of. And, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 the most important thing is, you know, for us to be able to continue to execute what we're doing and not break off and kind of go off on our own. And in games like this, sometimes, uh, you know, guys, you know, tend to do that. And tonight I thought that... You know, what you see Elijah Bryan, I mean, he, he scores 14 points on four field goal attempts. I mean, that's it's a pretty good night. And, you know, TJ scores 14 on nine shots. So, I, I you know, then Pate, look at Pate's line. He, he scores 14 five, five, five in 14 five. minutes. Yeah. So, yeah. and he, he's the one I think that has really kind of turned a corner for us. And, uh, you know, uh, our guys have got a lot of confidence in him. And the minutes that, you know, he, he, he gives us are continuing to, to be good and continue to get better. And, and that's a good sign because when we get our other guys back, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have another guy, and, and that's what you're looking for, especially this time of year getting ready for league. Yeah, Coach, it seems like just a few games ago, I can't remember which one, you just played seven guys, and now uh, you had a great bench performance against Utah, 31 points off the bench tonight. You, you, I mean, you're playing 9-10 deep, uh, and that's even with uh, Nixon hurt and Shaw hurt. I mean, that, that's got to make you feel good as a coach to see these guys performing and they give you some depth off the bench yeah and i i think that uh you know if you watch our practices you know that uh, we get a kind of a different guy every day who who really kind of leads out with the group and you know in, in in really big tough games i mean you can't always depend on the one guy you got to have a multiple group of guys and and i've always felt that in those kind of games if you get one guy to lead out the rest of the guys will be really good uh you know in their roles and We've got four, five, six guys that can be the lead dog here, and uh, and hopefully that we can, uh, you know, keep kind of finding that guy, determined by how the other team is going to play against us. Speaking of lead dogs, you've been the lead dog. You led about 38 of 40 minutes against Utah, and 34 of 40 minutes here tonight against Idaho State. Uh, you've proven to be a pretty good team out in front. I like this. Uh, I like this group, and and the, their concentration level is good. I, well, like I said tonight, if I had one criticism of our guys, is that our, our feet looked a little bit slow at times, and uh, but our execution was good. So we'll uh, we'll build on that and and get ready for a team that's. Uh, a lot different than this team. Yep. Uh, you know, there's, there's the size and the athleticism, and 
their ability to, to drive and, and finish is it will, will be a, a real uh, challenge for us, and hopefully we can you know, be ready for it. All right, closing comments from Coach Rose. Coming up next, BYU 85, Idaho State 71, here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, visiting with the head coach of the Cougars, Dave Rose, on the BYU Creamery Cougar postgame coaches show. We all enjoyed Coach's birthday celebration on Tuesday, but uh, signs that uh, Mark and I are getting old, Dave. I was talking with Roberto Bergerson here in the gym uh, yeah. the last couple days, and yeah. he's a guy whose games we called mm-hmm. when he played for Boise State. And now he's here with a son playing for you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess we are getting older playing the sons of players we called. And the great thing is Ryland gets in the game tonight, scores a bucket in front of his uh, in front of his folks, and that was cool to see. You know, Ry is a really – this is uh, something that is, is, is really, you know, kind of hard for people to see, but – We've we've got a really good group of guys on our scout team, and with the with the injuries that we've had, we've had to take some of our you know main players and put them on that scout team. And Rye's one of those guys, along with KB, and and I think that's really helped us, uh, you know, because of how how good they are in practice. It's not like you're playing against the scout team; you're playing against your guys. And and Rye's get, he gets better every day and continues to improve. And you know that's another guy that uh, you know when we get into our league. And that grind of nine straight weeks, uh, you know, could prove to be a, a really uh, important guy for us on the floor. Right now, he's a really important part of our team uh, in the role that he's playing. I couldn't help but think, uh, as I'm watching this game tonight, this Idaho State team, you know, they've, they've won a few games in a row, but it hasn't been a great year for them. And they're picked it towards the bottom of their conference. Then you got Texas Southern coming in and have won a game, but they're a lot better as we're talking the pretty good team. But the point is, I, it just, I, I'm looking at every team. There's just no bad teams. I mean, they got, you got a seven footer, you got great shooters from Idaho state and, and teams now just all seem to be pretty good and i just made me tired for you to have to, you don't get don't get any breaks i know you win by 14 but it was a hard fought win tonight yeah well i, I think that uh there's a couple of rule changes uh with the ncaa that is really starting to kind of spread the players all around and uh so there's so many transfers in in division one now and so you use 800 plus transfers and they sit out a year, the majority of them. And then that, what that does is their fifth year it makes them eligible to be able to transfer. So there's fifth-year guys, you know, everywhere. You know, they start out in Southern California and end up in Niagara. You know, and uh, so I think that's a, a a big a big, you know, that that in those the last four or five years it, it creates a. Uh, a really a group of guys who become immediately eligible and have to don't don't have to sit out and then i i also think that you know aau basketball across the country and high school basketball has always been good uh, especially here in the state of utah but I, I think that so many kids get an opportunity to play uh in in you know their local hometowns and then all the way all across the country especially in the summertime but the spring and the summer that there's just I think way better, really good players out there, and uh, um, a lot more of them. And then, then they're getting spread around. And, and the one thing I do know is, just like like tonight, there's two teams that are trying to win that game. And and we we had a, a great thing going in the first half, and they 
wanted to shut that thing down and make other guys actually uh, beat you. And, uh, you know, that's what happened tonight. I mean, Zach had a great second half and offensively and TJ and Eli. And so um, that's, you know, that, that that's, I think, the, co- the coaching, the combination of coaching and uh and uh, just a lot of really good players and makes every team every game a challenge. You can, I mean, you know that by the, by Fort Wayne going in and beating Indiana and Wofford going in and beating North Carolina. I mean, this is a this is a fun time to be a college player and a college coach. Marcus, Dave always tells me it'd be a lot easier if only one team was trying to win. <laughs> yeah, it would be. So a couple of years ago, you brought in a UMass team that had a guy on the team named Dante Clark. A couple of years later, he was UMass's leading scorer for the season. He graduates, transfers to Texas Southern. There you go. He's one of four Division One transfers Mike Davis is going to bring into your building on Saturday yeah. night. And yes, they're 0-12, but, and the big but is they've played the hardest schedule in college basketball, and now they come into your place with one last crack at a non-league win. And hopefully our guys are just uh, are really locked in. Uh, it's, it's going to be a 40-minute battle, and it's going to be a game where uh, a lot of adjustments will need to be made, and and there'll be a, you know we need our guys to come ready to go. And, uh, and another thing, finals week is always kind of an issue with scores around the country. But that last game before Christmas for teams kind of surprises you with a lot of scores. And 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 hopefully the the uh, you know our guys are ready for this challenge here on Saturday. Last thing for you, Dave. Uh, finals week, students are distracted, cold weather, snow on the roads, almost 15,000 fans in your building tonight. Yeah, it was great, great crowd. And I, I think, you know, I like this team. I mean, I like coaching them. I like being around them. I like watching them play. And I, I think that uh, the unselfishness and the execution level, uh, I think that, you know, the, the, the college basketball fans and just basketball fans, you know, in the area want to come watch these guys play because uh, I, I think it's going to be – a team that continues to improve and get better and better. Well, congrats on win number 10 and consecutive win number 7. All right, thanks a lot. All right, that's Dave Rose. We'll come back to a hear from Coach Bill Evans next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. All right, to the backcourt side here at the Marriott Center, 85-71, BYU over uh, Idaho State, our final score. You've heard from uh, T.J. Haas, from BYU head coach Dave Rose. Let's hear now from uh, Bill Evans, the head coach of the Bengals. His team came in on a four-game win streak. They fall tonight to BYU by 14. And uh, intern Tanner, Tanner Wilkinson, asked uh, Coach Evans for his postgame assessment a short time ago. I'm only hesitating because I want to make sure that I don't sound like a complainer. We need to get to the line a little bit more than we did. We only got got there nine times. So we need to do a better job of getting to the line. Um, I think uh, BYU's got a really good team. They're really good defensively. I think we were a little bit apprehensive early on. And then uh, in the second half, we just kind of played a little bit. Uh, We couldn't stop Yoli Childs. uh, And uh, we went to the zone. And then they banked some threes on us. We did a good job of taking away the arc. Um, until we had to go to the zone because we couldn't stop Yoli. And that's what happens. Uh, and, and, and Dave and his staff did a good job of understanding that. Um, other than that, uh, I think we had some good performances. I think Gino played outstanding. Um, I think Novak was okay. Um, I think Jared was okay. Uh, Ballant didn't play as well. But, uh, you know, that happens to everybody. You're not going to play great every night. You know, and I will never uh, ever point fingers at my players uh, for their playing bad one time. I probably didn't do a very good job of coaching the team tonight. 
it. So I just don't do that. You know, our guys played hard the whole time. Got down by 22, we cut it to 12, and then they got a, went to the line a couple of times. Um, but all in all, Dave's got a good team, and uh, we came in and competed hard. And as a coach, if, if you'll do that every night, you'll probably win some games. You mentioned Yoli Childs gave you guys some fits. What about him makes him so difficult to defend and stop? I think he's clever. Um, I think he's athletic. Um, you know, I was the first guy to offer Yoli Childs a scholarship when he was a sophomore. I just told him, I'll never forget that coach. But he didn't come to my place. We probably would have won tonight if he would have been at my place. Yeah. He's, he's clever and he's athletic and uh, he's pretty patient in there. So he's a good player. What are you looking forward to most about being able to focus a little bit more on conference play and getting into Big Sky? Um, I'm nervous because the Big Sky is really good. They have some very, very good teams. we got one more game on Saturday, non-conference game, and, uh, and then we're home for a few days, and then we go to Weber. So it doesn't get easier. What are some positives you take away I think our guys played hard. I think we, we stayed the course. I don't think we got selfish because sometimes when you get down, you start doing stupid stuff. You start going on your own. I don't think our guys did that. I think they played the way we want them to play for 40 minutes. I think that's a positive. I think Gino was, uh, that's the best game Gino's ever played. Uh, Ten assists and two turns. Well, you take that every night, wouldn't you? Huh? Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought Novak was okay. Uh, we got to get uh, guys not to be so one-dimensional. They get zeroed in on one thing and that's scoring the ball and they forget the other end I wasn't pleased with the way we defended at all alright head coach of the uh, Pocatello Bengals out of Idaho State Bill Evans final score tonight BYU 85 and Idaho State 71 alright that's going to do it for tonight's broadcast so thanks for being along with us all night long Cougar Nation wherever you were or are this evening Hope you enjoyed the broadcast along with us here at the Marriott Center. Our thanks to our control board operator, Carter Malloy, back east. Our network manager, Mike Tingle. Our coordinating producer, Dave Shook. Our BYU broadcasting board operator, Cole Wissinger. Jason Shepard, our studio host. Our statistician, Tanner Wilkinson. Our other game intern tonight, Tommy Johnson. My colleague, commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant. Sports information directors from BYU and Idaho State, Kyle Chilton and Steve Shack, And all the folks we were able to talk to pregame and postgame to help make the broadcast as good as it can be for all of you. So thanks to everybody. Our final score tonight is BYU 85, Idaho State 71. Next up for the Cougars, their non-conference finale. It comes up Saturday night here at the Marriott Center. 6 o'clock for the radio pregame and 7 o'clock for the tip. BYU and Texas Southern. I say it and not jokingly, they're the best 0-12 team in the country. They have a Pomeroy rating, even at 0-12, that is better than 4 West Coast Conference teams right now, just to give you a sense of where they are as a caliber of opposition. Four Division One transfers, their leading scorer at uh, 23.4 points a game, Demontre Jefferson, is 5'8", 150. If he's even 5'8", that might be, uh, he may be closer to 5'7". Uh, but he's listed, let's see here, mm, you got him at 5'7", 5'7", 150, and he scores 23.4 points a game. Turn out to see this kid and how he plays on Saturday night. So anyway, Texas Southern is 0-12, but look at this schedule. I'm going to rattle off their first 12 opponents, and keep in mind, they've all been on the road. They've all been in these schools' gyms. So 12 true away games, soon to be 13 on Saturday. This is the Texas Southern schedule. At Gonzaga, at Washington State, at Ohio State, at Syracuse, at Kansas, at Oakland, at Toledo, at Oregon, at Baylor, at Wyoming, at TCU, at BYU. That is the non-conference slate. It concludes 
on Saturday. And yeah, they're 0-12, but, and it is a big but because that's 12 tough, tough games. They haven't won one yet, but they've been good enough to hang with a lot of those teams, and they were tied with and or leading by two, the number 15 team in the country, TCU, on Monday night. So they are hungry for one last shot to get a non-league win, and it comes Saturday night here at the Marriott Center. So we hope you see you here for that game. If we don't see you, hope we talk to you on the radio with a 6 o'clock pregame, 7 o'clock tip, BYU and Texas Southern. So for all the aforementioned, I thank you once again for tuning in. My name is Greg Grubel saying, in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Men's Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah.